everyone. Welcome to the Worship Artistry Podcast. My name is Jason Houtsma, and with me as always, Mr. Daniel Ornelas. What is up, man? Yep, yep. Another day. Another glorious podcast day. Another another <laughs> day, another dot, another day, another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, man. Love of money is the root of all evil, so don't start with your another dollar thing. Yeah, that's the ministry. <laughs> yeah, another day, another ministry opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. How are you, my friend? I'm pretty good, man. I'm pretty good. We had some floods here in Nashville, so lots of people stuck with uh, issues like they do, like they had ten years ago. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff underwater. We didn't. We did. We we fared pretty well. Our family. Uh, my studio has in in Franklin had. I went down into the basement and none of my stuff's down in the basement. The lady that owns the building has all her stuff down there and I went down there and it was about a foot of water down there, so she's not happy. Uh, and uh, it's being pumped out of the building slowly, but oh, it's no, no fun. Yeah, it sucks. horrible, man. Yeah. Yeah, and the last and the last floods we had had officially put an end to my base, uh, my, my, my uh, Ampeg base amp. Oh, no. Yeah, I had a, I had an eight by ten bass cab that was down there. That well, it was in a, in a storage unit because my buddy Steve from Civil Twilight borrowed it and put it in a storage unit. And uh, he thought there was nothing going on with that storage unit, but apparently it it, it was very very uh, underwater. <laughs> <laughs> so I went three months later. I said, "Is everything cool with the app? Are you sure it's fine?" Yeah, yeah, it's fine. And then we went over there, and, it, and I lifted up the cab, and it just poured out of the cabinet. It had been sitting in there for three oh months. Gosh. Oh my gosh! Yeah. But um, there's a company called Music Cares, which are an awesome organization that helps musicians, and they basically wrote me a check for it for a new cabinet, which I didn't purchase. No kidding! That's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. They dished out money to people that lost uh, recording equipment in the flood, so it was pretty awesome. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. But I generally, you know, where I live, I'm, I'm pretty safe from everything except for like a monster earthquake. <laughs> and Mount that, Vesuvius. Yeah. Well, well, you know, <laughs> Erupting. It'd be, it'd be Mount Rainier or Mount Baker, <laughs> but either one. Really, the, the main problem would be that there would be no skiing for a while. Yes. <laughs> that, would not be, gonna be covered. that would be the main problem if a volcano yeah, you, erupted right here. Yeah, you wouldn't be like in four seconds covered in ash like the guys from Pompeii. And you, as you're running to your front door, you get frozen in motion. You know what? If, you, you know what, if you're going to go. That's the way to go. Yeah. You don't even know what's happening. You're just walking <laughs> along and then all of a sudden you're covered in ash and people come in and look at you for tourism. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great. Well, uh... Well, uh, I have no segue to that. Speaking of tourism, <laughs> who we got today? Uh, well, we have uh, you, one of your favorites and mine, Mr. Sidney Joseph. Uh, glory days. That's a guy that uh, it's it's pretty cool, man. It's funny. I, I sat down with him and we were just like, I was like, hey, let's just let's just talk more music. I, it's been fun this this season because you know normally there are a lot of artists and a lot of artists are out doing a lot of things, but now there's there there's not as much going on, you know, in that mm-hmm. in that world at the moment. And so we've been just doing more like teacher talk kind of stuff. And I'm actually, I won't say I like it better on the air, but we'll just say that I've been really enjoying the teacher stuff. I feel like you actually tend to learn a lot. And I actually, I sat down with Sydney and we started talking, just chatting for 10 minutes. And finally I was like, I gotta hit record, man. You're giving me so much gold right now. We just need to start. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm learning so much. So, uh, yeah. so, so Sydney and I sit down, we talked about, um, we talked everything from, 
you know, a lot of stuff about like nuance, learning, what it takes to grow, kind of those extra little bits and pieces that kind of take you to another level. But we kind of go all over the map. We're just a couple teachers talking about uh, learning music. So if you're the kind of person that likes to get better at music, it's a great, it's a great interview. It's more of a conversation. Really. Oh, I love that. Let's hear it. Welcome to the podcast, Sydney. Thanks so much, Jason. Good to see you again, man. Well, I, uh, I was, I'm already disappointed that I didn't hit record earlier because you were just schooling me on all these cool drum things, and I was just like, you know what? I need to just, I need to stop talking to you and getting my free stuff and give free stuff to other people. <laughs> Dang it! That's 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 that's, that's no, the way to run a business, I guess. <laughs> no, it's probably good you don't record the whole thing because I could literally talk about it for like eight hours nonstop and then everybody would leave. <laughs> <laughs> you never know if they're really learners at heart. If they're learners at heart. <laughs> right. Well, man, uh, I, it's been so it's it's been so good. It's been so fun to watch you just kind of be digging into the lessons that we've been doing. Um, I wanted to just kind of kick off. Just how's it been going so far? Man, it's been great. Seriously, like it's been a lot of fun. Um. You know, it's like, obviously, every song is kind of different, and I have had moments, um, as I'm sure you know, I've heard you guys joke about it too, there are moments where you sometimes, like, you go and think, yeah, this song's not so bad, there's only a couple sections, and then you're like, I'll get it done quick, you know, and then it's like, okay, no, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I've also been humbled in that way, like, okay, you just got to approach each song, right, and teach the parts and make sure that it's coming clear and however long it takes, it takes. But seriously, it's been fun, like, it's good, I love diving into the songs, um, I think especially with lockdown, it's also been a way to like stay fresh with playing, to be honest, mm-hmm. like, which has been really cool. Cause you know, everyone's had to try to figure out a way to practice by themselves, but like somehow having songs to work on. And I, you know, most people are still playing in church and playing in worship teams, but even then if you're on rotation, you know, like all of that has become less and sometimes it's hard to motivate yourself. So I've actually like, even just from a playing side, I've really enjoyed being able to dive into songs again and just play them through. I enjoy the music video part, especially. Yeah. Like, you know, it's been fun. That's that's definitely my favorite part. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I was also thinking, like, I think the way you guys do it, it's just such a cool resource. You know, it's awesome. And then the Facebook groups connecting with people, that side of it's been amazing too. People are really responsive. And, um, excuse me, like hearing from them what they want to learn about also kind of gets me motivated. Like, oh, you know, they're, they're into it. They're wanting to um, interact. There's stuff they want to learn. And then also trying to research the stuff I don't know. Okay, well, if we're going to do something on this topic, I need to kind of, you know, find out all the things about it. So honestly, yeah, it's been, it's been amazing, man. Well, first of, of all, I need, I, need, I need to correct you because you said uh, what you guys do and you need to say what we do. What we do. What You're we right. What we do <laughs> is, is, is really fun. Um, yeah. It is really fun. I, I think you actually pointed out something really, really uh, what's the word really profound there I think in just the point of like when you want to stay fresh like I get one of the questions I get all the time is like how do I break out of patterns how do I break out of like I'm always playing the same thing you know you got lead players that just I mean I have my go-to riffs you know if I'm going to think if I'm just going to play along with a song and I'm not going to actually you know learn the song as is I have just the things I do and that just everybody has that and it gets boring Right. Like, like as much right. as you like it, it sounds great. It's just like, oh, dude, I can impress somebody on this and they'll think that I'm a cool guitar player. 
But in terms of actually learning and growing, like the best thing you can possibly do is just learn other stuff. Like right. you just learn it's other true. people's other people's styles of doing things. Cause all of a sudden you go, like there's so many riffs where I'm like, oh, I never thought to make that jump there. Like we just did um we just did this Pat Barrett song, Act Justly, Walk Humbly. No, Love, Love Mercy, Mercy, Walk Humbly. I never say go. it in the right order. I know I also it's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Um, I need like some kind of mental cue or something. Love justly, act mercy. Yeah, no, I'm always like. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to mess me up more. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. But the thing, but like, the, for, for example, in that one, there was kind of these like quick little pentatonic riffs and you're like, yeah, like, I've done, I've done these riffs a million times, but just the order of it and where they landed, it was like, that is really fun to play. And it creates a more rhythmic aspect to it. And all of a sudden it's like, right now I'm screwing around with something else or I'm working on my own songs and I go, I should put in a riff that's kind of that has that feel that's what i'm looking for it's just yeah. another thing in your toolbox it's awesome man i think it's like it's a really good point that you're saying there because i think with everybody being inside and it's been about a year now right lockdown yeah. was march it's been a full year like and although some places are, have slowly started opening up and like people are back at church and whatever but like i've even seen just in life in general as as well as music and worship and the artistry of worship, right, <laughs> is that it's so easy to get stuck in your own head and think that your ideas are the only ideas. Right. That's the thing, right? Because it's like God didn't create us to live in total isolation. He really didn't. And so I've even realized that, man, like, and even, uh, like, I should say, as, in a selfish way, I really enjoy our Zoom meetings. Like, you know, just like, I know we're going through work stuff and we're, you know, kind of talking about all the stuff to do, but it's for actually least, like, for at least it's five a fun the time. hang. What's that? <laughs> At least for five minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like to hang with people, man, and like to hear what what's happening with other people's lives and then also what their ideas on a certain subject are. That's like so important. And I think like you say in music, we can get stuck. But it's like if you just play along with the song that another drummer played or another guitarist played, like you say, you're like, hang on. Because sometimes you can hear it and you think, okay, like it sounds like simple maybe. But then you try to play it and you're like, whoa. It's actually not what I thought it was, right? right? And then working it out, it's like forced, exactly like you say, you're forced to kind of figure out a way to play something completely different that might never have, um, what's the word? Like you might never have thought of the part that way, right? Right. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I actually, my, my son, my youngest is 10. He just started drum lessons and uh, found a great teacher. Good man. What yes. a good man. Oh, I'm so, you know, I haven't been able to have a drummer in years. So I'm just like, you know, trying to breed them at this point. Um, just like, let's go family band. Let's do it. Right. But, uh, Jeff Tweedy did it. Come on. Um, so, (laughs) so, uh, anyway, I sit on, I sit in on his lessons cause I'm like, well, I might as well pick up something. And also I can kind of, it's way easier than when he's during the week when he has a question to be like, Oh, remember your teacher said to do this or, you know, like those kinds of things. Um, and it was funny because the first thing the teacher did was, uh, he just said, he, he was just like, well, what songs do you like? And so he yeah. pulled up some songs that the Asher had been playing around with that like I just taught him like a basic beat for, right? Yeah. And so he pulled up one and you know, it was funny because it was kind of this little sixteenth note pattern. And I had done it like with both my right and my left hand on the hi-hat. Just kind of like, yeah. oh yeah, this is like a real simple, I can hear that. Seems like I should be able to do that. And he was yeah. like, Oh yeah, let me hear that. And he op- you know, turns it on and he starts playing along and just immediately throws in all these nuances. He's playing it with just his right hand on the hi-hat which then is allowing yeah. him to do all this different nuance and everything. And I'm just like, yeah, I didn't 
pick up on ghost notes on the snare probably right yeah i didn't i didn't pick up on any of that uh when i was listening to it (laughs) you know know, so you just realize like oh man if you actually can really learn those things as they are there's so many things that you pick up right yeah and that's actually a really another good point is like sometimes finding the detail you have to listen to it more than once and you have to listen intently but i've even found that like Exactly like you say. I mean, I remember I used to play along to songs. I'd be like, exactly like you say, oh, that's the part. You know, and you kind of play yeah. it. And then you maybe listen five or ten years later and you're like, whoa, there's like a whole universe inside there that I didn't see. Right? Like you say, it's like – because it's not – and that's the other thing. It's not always just the physical part. It's also like the touch and the tone, the dynamics. And I mean, I can imagine on guitar, you know, it's like everyone can play a, a pentatonic riff maybe – but like which notes are louder than the other notes. Right. And like where's the what's the the arc of the line? You know what I'm saying? Right, like, yeah, exactly. All of those like within just what are the notes? Right. That's the other thing that's like yeah. It, and that gives it life, right? right? That's the thing. It's like yeah. That's what makes music. You know, I always had a I had a student yeah. and he was he's an older guy, loved him and uh but he would always get frustrated cuz he'd be like I'm playing the notes I'm playing them in time, but it doesn't sound like music. Why doesn't it sound like music? <laughs> right. You play the exact same thing and it sounds like music. You know, it's yeah. like, well, there's just a lot of things. And sometimes it's, it's funny. Sometimes it's a lot of things. And sometimes it's just like a couple things that make such a huge difference. You know, like, yeah. like, I, like so for example, mm. like on guitar, like having a good vibrato makes right. all the difference in the world. Yeah. Like if you just play notes and you're just holding your note at the end, there, it's, that note's just dead. It's just like, but you right. might as well hit a keyboard. Nothing, nothing against the keyboard players, but you might as well just hit a <laughs> note on the keyboard and have it Shots not change at all. Object. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. And seven people just slammed down their headphones and away they went. <laughs> That's funny. Um, oh, that funny. Like, oh, I got the. I know. I know you have a modulation knob and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Anyway, right. but it's just that like note bang. I get and what if you're you saying. Don't put yeah. anything into it, right? You add that vibrato, and all of a sudden it's like you can sit there. I mean, there's some of the greatest players that will just sit there and hang on one right. note, just wailing away on right. it. And you're like, this is the greatest guitar solo I've ever heard. Right. <laughs> you know? And there's so much like life and soul to it. It's true, right? And yeah. I think I think it's true for like for any level of player. It's like wherever we're at, it's just starting to be aware of that stuff. You know, like for drummers, it's like, well, how do we hit our cymbals? I mean, I spoke to you recently because I've been I cracked one of my crash cymbals, right? By the way. <laughs> You must hear the new one. It sounds amazing. So good. <laughs> but like, you get? what did you get? <clears throat> I got a 20 inch Zildjian K cluster crash, which for any other geeks like me, basically what they do is they take the symbol and like, it's partly hand hammered and partly done on like a lathing machine. But like towards the end, they add these little clusters of hand hammers, which is obviously how they used to make them just like, you know, put them in a fire and beat them with a hammer. And so literally there's these little groupings that they put in different spots around the symbol. And so it gives it like this, I don't know what the word is, smokiness. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. A little bit of like a <sighs> to the sound. So it's still bright. It's got that, <clears throat> but it's got a little bit of like breathiness, smokiness to it, which I just, yeah, it's really cool. Oh, it's just inspiring, <laughs> right? It makes you want to like, it's yeah. one of those nuances. Seriously, it does. And also like, to be honest, a, and I have like, you know, my symbols last maybe like 10 years or so. I'm pretty careful with how I hit them. But like it makes you when, – when you hear the tone of something and you start to like notice it, you, you want to hit it in a certain way instead of just going, well, now I need to hit the crash. Boom. It's like, 
well, how am I going to hit it? Mm -hmm. Am I going into a verse? Am I going into a chorus? Like, do I want to hit it gently or do I want to like really emphasize and lay into it a bit more? And again, like no matter what level, right, it's just starting to be aware of that. Like not only what we play, but how we play it. And that's basically like, it's also a lifelong journey, right? right. As you know. <laughs> well, and it's something that you can definitely overthink as well, especially if you're a beginner. Like, oh, yeah. you know, I've noticed, um, you, know, I, you know, I was telling you, I, pl I play around with the drums, right? And yeah. I'll do like something. One thing I like to do is like just throw on like some old hip hop or something because yeah. it's a beat that just That's repeats awesome. for like five it's minutes. It's a loop, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And it's just a great thing to just keep going and like, and especially I kind of like the yeah. ones that like that aren't actual drum machines, but are actually drums and you know, like samples and that kind yeah. of stuff. And so there are all these nuances in it. And it's so funny. I'll get through like three or four minutes just locked in and just like, this is great. And then I'll start being like, is my kick. Am I doing, you know, like, like the moment I start looking at it right. and thinking about it, all of a sudden it's like, and now I can't even do what I was just doing. Like it all, it kind of breaks, <laughs> right. kind of breaks right. whatever I had going on, you know? And so it is one of those, so in a lot of ways, I think having repetition kind of naturally brings out those things. Like if you're yeah. playing along with things, right? Like you just, I've, like I've noticed just playing along and going like, all right, I'm in, I'm, I'm locked in. But then about halfway through, all of a sudden, it's like, no, that feels good. And now I'm starting to hear yeah. all these little accents that just naturally happen, right? Now, keep yeah. in mind, I'm a terrible drummer. I don't want anybody to get the idea that I know what I'm doing. But, like, I'm just – it's interesting for me as somebody who is has been playing guitar for, like, 20 years. Yeah. And it is very natural. And it's just like, this just does whatever I want it to do. It's an extension of me. It's a great reminder to go back to an instrument and be right. like, how do I do this? You know, like it's true, man. Yeah. It helps me in how I think about teaching and how I think about like growing and that sort of thing. Cause you realize, oh, I need to make sure I mention this. And when I have students, yeah. I need to say, like, hey, this, oh, yeah, I, I see what you're doing. Listen, relax, relax. Like, it's like right. the number yeah, one. Yeah. Like, relax <laughs> yeah. your jaw. That's such a good point. Stop making the face, you know, like the like the <laughs> right. lock clenched face. Like, yeah. Like you're looking, yeah. like you look like you're, you know, trying to pass something in the bathroom or something, you know, like just <laughs> relax. Just, good <laughs> take it easy it's it's such a good point though man and i think it's that it's an interesting like what's the word process as well because learning music or like just getting better at anything right getting better at an instrument it's that weird dynamic of like you say being aware of stuff without overthinking it it's a really good point because you can sometimes and i even have like i've had students over the years sometimes got they get locked in like overthinking like you say so like almost too scared to play i remember this one guy like he really wanted to learn jazz and so we would play it and he'd be like he could read music really well if i put something in front of it he'd just play it and he'd say but what if i get it wrong and sometimes he'd wait like two minutes he'd be like i, I just don't want to play it yet because i don't know if i can read it right and it was like you know what i mean it's <laughs> like that's also just it's a personality sometimes and he was kind of young but it's like it's like man just like just go for it, and if you get it wrong, you can you can always analyze it afterwards. That's the other thing, yeah. right? But I think you hit the nail on the head with playing along with music is actually the best thing. I've come back to this on like even when you asked about how worship artistry is going, like I love the teaching side. I love seeing people learn things, and like the interaction is awesome. But the other side of it, just on a personal level, is like playing along with music again. I had to rediscover that, as in just. Also just doing it for the sake of it. Yeah. And like, you know, you know, you know, as a teacher, sometimes well, you can just kind of analyze the parts. Like you're saying, okay, well, this is the verse, this is the chorus. 
And once you get into a rhythm, you're kind of like always listening to songs like that, right? You're kind right, of breaking yeah, down yeah. the parts. But it's also like, okay, but how does it feel? Like wh which parts do I need to dig in on the drums? Where do the builds happen? Which parts are more intense? And like that can also be done off the instruments. That's the other thing, right? If you're driving in your car and you're listening, you can listen to the song a couple times and just be like, okay, well, like they really climb in in the bridge. So mm -hmm. I need to make sure that like that, what's the word? That support is there for the worship team, right? I don't want to be like slacking off in the bridge when I need to be pushing in more, right? And that only comes from listening and playing along. That's mm -hmm. the thing. Well, so you, it's a good point, man. Well, and it's the way you think about it, right? Like, yeah. like when you listen to something, you know, it's, it's funny with Ryan made a, made a, a comment in one of our previous podcasts recently where he was talking about getting new players on the team. And, you know, he's like, the first thing that you do is like the first step of getting good at music is being able to copy, right? Right. Is being yeah. able to hear something and go, okay, now I can do that and go, yes, I hit the beat yeah. at the same time. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I did it for a whole right. song. Amazing. You know? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But the, that, uh, like sometimes I think we can kind of get out of that zone and we just kind of get like, oh, yeah. I don't need to, whatever. Like there are so many times, man, like I do, I make my loops, you know, the practice loops and everything. Yeah. And sometimes I just like kind of phone it, like, you know, phone it in. You're just like, okay, let me start, play, you know, I'll just play along with yeah. this click. And then you realize like, I'm not locked in with this click. <laughs> like, right. hold on, let me step back, reset. Those don't make it onto the site, right. you know, yes. for the unless something is so hard that I'm like, I just barely made it. We're going to call it good. Right. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly. Tremolo those picking ones are like for like a full bridge. Just you know? right. right. By the end, it's, <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's three bars or if it's right. 20 bars about the second to last bar, I'm going to be like, it's not working anymore. And then, <laughs> right. and then it's gone. So I know, sometimes there's those ones I, you just like, okay, I just have to get a take. Right. Yeah, like that, yeah. that one's good. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah. it's just kind of easy to think like, Oh, I've got this. And you really yeah. do sacrifice. There's two things you sacrifice with that. You sacrifice excellence for those around you. Right. Like, yeah, they might not be able to, they might not be able to, to name it, but they can feel it, you know? Right. And the other thing you sacrifice is like, is fun is actually getting to yeah. feel good about it. Cause man, when you are in that zone and you're locked in and you can't even hear the metronome because you're just so right. locked in, that's a special place. It really is. Right. Yeah. It so, really, really is. And I think that's one of the things that draws us all to it. That's why we want to do it. That's why we want to play in our worship team and serve a church. That's like, you know, cause I know a lot of people serve in different places, but it's like, if you want to play play in the worship team, that's half the deal. Right. Right. It's like you say, it's that it's those moments. And like you, you, we know what it feels like for us and we want other people to experience it. And I think it's such a good point, man. Like it's one of the reasons I love playing other instruments too. Like you've been doing drums. You know that I do a little bit of like bass and keys. Oh, yeah. and stuff. I, I, I follow your but Instagram. I know what you're doing. <laughs> you're trying to take everyone's job. <laughs> you're like I am worship Whatever. artistry. No. Whatever. <laughs> That's the, that's a, that sounds not like God, more like the other guy. <laughs> that is not, not, not what well, I'm Ryan, going for. Ryan just tries to play all our parts on the keyboard. That's yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'll just do everything. He's got, nope. He's doing MIDI drums. He's trying to, <laughs> yeah, he's trying to kick me out. No, I don't know. We're just teasing. But like, um, you might have to remind me what I was saying. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about, you were talking about playing other instruments. Yes. Oh, so like, I've had to come back to this playing along with music. And that's the reason... I started is because like you hear it and you go, that is so cool. It there's something amazing and really special. There. And also like 
you know, God uses music. I, I was actually thinking like in some ways, half of the ministry of the church these days, like is music. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Cause it's like, I know not in terms of time and a service, but just in terms of the reach around the world. So like, you know, worship music and, and bands like Hillsong worship that the amount of people that listen to it around the world is huge. It's one of the hugest things. And so like, there's something in it there that's both satisfying on a personal level and that reaches other people and that, you know, brings other people closer to God. And like, that's so amazing. But like you say, it doesn't happen all from like a mental technical place, right? Yeah, it's right, from, right, right. It's from playing along. And I've even come back to that, even on drums, I've been playing drums for sheesh, man, like 25 years now. Right. And it's like, well, you know, actually what I got to do is just play along with music. Yeah. It's a, that, that's it's as simple as that. <laughs> I love that on Asher's drum lesson. The very first thing he did was like, like yeah. it was first of all, it was the coolest thing. You should have seen the way this guy had it set up. He had he's got a house, you know, he's, he's at his house. He's got a small room that's like smaller than my office with two drum kits set up, like facing each other. But everything yes. is everything <laughs> is mic'd up. Yeah. And then everybody's got headphones on. Oh, like that's clever. So it protects the so ears, and then he, yep. yeah, and he's just got like the little talk back. Okay, now what we're gonna do is this. I mean, he just holds it and talks for a while. That's so and he just I'm gonna steal that idea. It's it was <laughs> it's fantastic. It's amazing. Wow. Um, but yeah, that was one of the things that he did. First thing was like, all right, let's play along with this song. Like he didn't yeah. just, he, like he was like, these are the names of the drums. All right, now let's try and play this, and just started going, right. and it was like, <laughs> cool, that's a nice easy song. And yeah. <laughs> I watched Asher kind of like what, and then all of a sudden like there it is. And just follow right. in. It was like, yeah. And he's been doing it all week. It's great. Um, uh, you were talking about special music a second ago, and I wanted to go back to that because you actually yeah. just did a track with Travis Green called Easter, Mr. Big Shot Drummer over here, um, which is <laughs> no. which is super rad. So I, I wanted I wanted you to kind of talk about just a just kind of the experience of doing that, yeah. kind of what how like how did how did that come about, and then yeah. maybe just tell me a little bit about what it was like to actually track drums for that and, and everything that went into that. Wow, man, it was seriously, it, it was such an honor. It was, it was amazing. And it came out of the blue. It was one of those things that like kind of caught me off guard a bit to your, to be honest. And I was just like, you know, God really does work all things for good. Cause sometimes moving overseas with the family and everything, a lot of that's been hectic at times. And so that's, it was just, it was amazing. Seriously. Mm. That's all I can say. It was amazing. And I, I don't feel like I did much to bring it about it. That was, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so kind of the way that it, that it happened in the end was that, because when we first moved to the States, we were in LA and, um, we were playing in a church out there and, and literally randomly this producer named Matt Edwards was playing on keys. He happened to be playing on keys, like with the worship leaders. They knew him. They brought him out. I think he's in Florida mainly. And so I played with him maybe like a couple weekends. Then, um, you know, he obviously went back to Florida. Like I, he, he's such an awesome guy. I just connected with him. I was like, he's amazing. He's like so humble and down to earth, but he is absolutely ridiculous at every instrument. He's that guy. <laughs> yeah. Like you can see, he just grew up playing, you know, everything. He can play guitar. He can play drums. He programs drums, like parts that are better than most of us can play, plays keys, plays bass. He's just ridiculous. And he's a producer and an engineer. He mixes and everything. He's like literally a one-stop music house. <laughs> and so out of the blue, man, he called me and he was like, 
and it's funny, it's funny how like, you know, those suddenlies of God, but also sometimes we just have to do it even when it's uncomfortable. Cause literally he called me like in the afternoon and, um, we, we live in an apartment, my drums aren't set up, but I don't have a house or anything. And so I had to go to someone else's place, find out where my drums were set up in the studio, find out if I could record that night, like stay late and track them and send them back. Cause he was like, Hey, we need the drums today. I've got a song. Um, Jeez. I'm going to send you, we need drums today. Like now he was like, <laughs> I, you can only do it if you can do it right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, yes, it's I can. funny, but <laughs> yes, I will go, I will do it. But it's funny. It is that it's like, I'll be honest. I was tired. It was like evening. I was like, man, like, I don't really want to go in and like set up my drums and like, oh, I mean, they were set up, but like do all the mics and it's like, okay, I'll go. Cause he didn't tell me who the artist was. That's the mm-hmm. other thing. He just said, Hey, I've got a track. So as far as I know, it could be like a demo for some random, it could be anything. But so I go in and then I text him. I was like, he sent me the song. I was like, dude, this is Travis Green. <laughs> He's like, yes, I know. <laughs> right. And so, man, it was amazing. I literally recorded the parts that night, um, bounced everything, sent it to him. He actually asked, it's funny because he asked me like if I could retake one section. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll go back at six in the morning because it was by now it was like midnight or one in the morning when I actually sent him everything. Like, cool, yeah, I'll wake up early and go again. And then um, they ended up just kind of chopping up the parts. It made it onto the song and they loved it. It has like this African feel. Um, and so, especially at the end, you've listened to the song, right? There's that like jam out section at the end. And so, man, it was, it was just a special track. When I heard it, I was like, this song is beautiful. There's like string arrangements and all these vocal harmonies. And then obviously being from Africa, it has that vibe, you know, it felt like home. Yeah. And even how we're speaking about playing with music, it's like, that's, you know, one of the things is when you've experienced and felt how certain music should sound and feel, it stays with you, right? You just know, like you say, you can kind of, you can tell for yourself if you're playing something, if you're just kind of playing a pattern and going through the motions, or if it's like, you've got that connection with it. And for me, that's this song just had it, which was, yeah, it was awesome. It's a, it's a beautiful song. It really is. And your, I mean, your performance on it is amazing. And I wanted to ask you about that because I think, Thank you, man. you know, it's funny with South African music is kind of, it's pretty unique. Like I, I, I think, yeah. I think before, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, there's, there's the famous thing that like Americans, you know, like, oh, when Paul Simon went and did Graceland, right? Like, yeah. But you know, like one I spend, of my favorite albums, by the way. Yeah. It's incredible. But like, I feel like that, you know, and you know, I'm thinking of another band. Um, yeah. What's their names? The like, guys that dress like they're yacht captains the whole time uh you know who i'm talking about i'm, I'm not sure south african band? Oh, vampire weekend oh okay yes right? yes they kind of use some of like some similar guitar things and that sort of thing yeah but i think it's one of those those styles of music that not a lot of people really understand what it is like i remember when i when i went to south africa in college i was you know i was in all this like cool like multi-drum bands i was in these like jam bands that were doing all this stuff and I remember being like, oh, dude, I'm going to I'm gonna go to Africa. This, I'm going to learn all these cool things. Yeah. And then I got to South Africa, and, and it was like, wow, this is not what I was thinking. It's all these high-end guitars and, like, these, like, different rhythms. Are there, right. are there some things that – like, what are some things that you see as being kind of hallmarks that feel like home to you when you're playing drums? Man, in terms of, like, South African yeah. stuff, you mean? In yeah. terms of the rhythms and the feel, it's like – it's a couple things. So So – one of the things I find really interesting is like different rhythms and how they're similar in different parts of the world. So there's a rhythm I'll just like kind of beatbox it that you'll hear all the time in South Africa. 
And we call in South Africa, they call it house music, but it's not like this is like in the Western world, house is kind of like EDM. It's like right. dance music, right? Right, right. But so house for us has this certain kind of beat, and then it is made electronically with other stuff. But basically, the beat is like boom, chica, boom, ka, boom, chica, boom, ka, boom, chica, boom, ka, boom, chica, boom, ka. It's got that kind yeah. of a feel, right? It's like slightly syncopated. It's got that one offbeat snare. So it's kind of like your kick. Right. Is playing all fours, and then it's got those offbeat snares, and it's funny that same rhythm because my wife and I have been to Israel a few times, um, which is just amazing, man. Too, and the first time I went there, I actually asked someone, I was like, "Hey, I really want to hear like authentic, like Israeli music. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like some of the real stuff." And then some of the older stuff, but also a lot of the new pop stuff has that exact same beat. But it's funny, the music on top is totally different. And then if you slow it down, that's reggaeton, right? Yeah. It's the same groove. So like you find it in South America, Africa, the Middle East. And so like there's something about that rhythm that is just like danceable because it's not as straight, right? It's not just got yeah. Which is like, obviously like, like, like our dance music is all like, right? Like I got four on the floor, <laughs> right? Don't make me do anything else, <laughs> <laughs> right? I already feel and awkward dancing to this. Okay, I... <laughs> oh, dude, tell me about it. I'll play the beats. Don't make me dance. Like everyone will leave. Everyone will leave the room. Yeah, <laughs> that did not bring the glory in. No, it left. <laughs> uh, I'll, we'll write a song called. Dancing alone, dancing alone. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it can be for all the dads. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but um, there's something danceable about, and it's also like it's part of African culture, the dance thing. Like it's one of the things that people go to see. You know, like when people come from overseas, there'll be these like Zulu dances, and they come out in like traditional Zulu dress. You can even if you go on YouTube and you look up Zulu dances, you know, you can see it. But it's like that's part of even before there were drum kits, you'll see guys with literally like a, an oil drum cut with actual goat skins on either side and then two pieces of pipe. And they play these rhythms. There's like a triplet rhythm as well. It's like da -da 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 -da. I'm just whacking the table here. Mm -hmm. But like they play that kind of rhythm and all that like those overhead kicks and those dances they do are in time with the drums. And so there's something that like connects the the dancing and the rhythm. And to me, that's part of what like makes that African music is because when they play it, everyone will just start moving and dancing. And that's the culture there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I even remember doing, we would do these like educational things at, at school sometimes. And sometimes they'd be these remote, like rural schools, you know, literally like, I mean, cause South Africa is, you know, there's a lot of poverty there. I mean, literally like sometimes not everybody has pencils or books, mm -hmm. You know, but we'd go out there and they'd cram like however many hundred kids into their hall. And so when they'd like, we'd play a song together as a band or maybe like with an orchestra and then they'd play each instrument. I'm not kidding. I would literally go. So when it came to drums, I'd go, the whole place would every time they'd all start <laughs> screaming, they'd all stand up and all dance. That's wild. And it's like. There's just that connection with rhythm and movement and it's joyous. That's like. That's the thing for me that gets me is there was so much like darkness and oppression in South Africa with apartheid, but the music that came out was so joyous. Even Paul Simon's thing, you know, it's like that was in the 80s. It was still a dark time. Like, 
And I was actually born in 87. My parents played me that album even when I was like in the womb. It's, it's still one of my favorite albums of all time. I love it. I know it so well. But like the music is happy. Yeah. You know, and yeah, the rhythm's got movement. It almost doesn't make sense. And there's something like, you know, there's something about that even thinking about God, like, you know, in the midst of darkness, there is light. And part of that is in worship. Part of that, even in pain, you know, you can find joy. And so it's like, it's all of that, man. It's like, it's the joy, it's the dancing, it's the rhythm. And it's just the feel as well. It's like kind of a grittiness to it as well. I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's not always perfect in a way. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. They don't, they don't use Beat Detective all the time? That's Not, <laughs> not all the time. <laughs> not all the time. Not the African jazz stuff, for sure. And obviously, a lot of, you know, these days, a lot of it is programmed. But like, yeah, it's just, it's just got, it's just got a feel to it. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's cool because that really, you can see it permeates your playing. I mean, it's funny. My, uh, my wife, Allie was, she was like looking through our Instagram and you know, a video came up or whatever. She was looking through her Instagram. Ours just happened to be on it because she follows us, you know, kind of a big deal. That's nice. Uh, yeah. It's nice of her to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. but she goes, but, uh, she saw the video cause we do those videos where we're all together. Right. Yes. And it was like yeah. you and the, like Chris and Joy, all, like big smiles and you're all moving while, while you're doing this. And, and I was like, well, you can tell the guys that just started doing this compared to the guys that have been doing it for like 10 years. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's no. I'm like, first of all, no. I mean, yes, from the perspective of like, yes, it's awesome that we have that we have this new blood and this excitement to it. But yeah. it's like, I'm not not excited. I have to stay still so people can see the guitar. Like, like that was right. one of the first things yeah. when we first started doing lessons that it was yeah. like, you'd watch back the video and be like, I, I need to stop moving. Like I have to hold this thing steady right. so that the camera's not jittering the whole time. You can't tell what's going on. Right? Yeah. So I'm no, like, I'm like that's not fair. That's not fair. Sydney gets to sit <laughs> right. behind the drums. Nobody's like, Oh, that guy's blurry. <laughs> right. You know, like I can't see <laughs> right. what he's hitting. Yeah. So can you stop moving your hands? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's not like that. You know, yeah. uh, the kit stays firmly in place for the right. most part. Um, but no, it really it's, is true. It's, it's, I, I, I love it. There's really important to us that like we brought in people that, that love music, that are passionate right. about that and are passionate about teaching. And, uh, and it really comes through in your work. I mean, I remember the first video you even made of like, so I tried to teach a lesson like this and I was just like, Perfect. Don't mess with it. That's you just be you like, and so I just really appreciate the personality and just the insane skill level and thought that you bring to everything because you really do like, it's stupid. Like if you haven't watched it, like you can watch Sydney go, you know, teach drums, you know, or, you know, see videos and whatever at worship artistry. You can go check out at worship artistry on Instagram and see him just like rocking out, but you really need to check out at Sydney Joseph music on Instagram because that's where he does like, I'm going to play along with this video game track. And then he's just like, bah, bah, bah. like that sold me. When I saw you playing along with Sonic the Hedgehog, I was like, that's incredible. That's this guy wins for sure. All the other stuff I worked on doesn't matter. Yeah. I should have just <laughs> like, been playing thanks with Thanks for teaching his worship, but Sonic the Hedgehog is on point. <laughs> I should have been playing video games, not practicing. No, <laughs> no well, thank, thank you, Jason. That's really kind, man. I, I appreciate it. But like, yeah, I think, I was just, I was just thinking about what we've been talking about. And I think like at any, at any level for anybody, like, I just think it's important to play along with music that you love, you know, even, even outside of like learning the songs for church, if you really like, I don't know, could be anything. If you really like Calypso or if you really like, like old, I love stuff from the sixties, right? I'm kind of an old soul, like that old soul and funk stuff. Like that's what it's about. 
right? It's true, man. Yeah, it's so good. So like, I think I think having that passion, but like you say, it's it. And <laughs> I wanted to say you were saying with the pots, there is a song that I think that Holy Love song that we, I don't know if is that one coming out this That's week. That's one coming or, out this week. Yep. Or actually, I had by, to, by the t- actually yes, this one comes out this Friday. So yeah. So I was like, you you're you're kind to say that about the on the videos and stuff, but I had to concentrate so hard on not letting my kick and snare flam because there's like a kick that runs doof, 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 the whole right. time and your kick and snare are together. You, I was like, I watched it back and I was like, I look like zoned out. <laughs> so focus, it's, focus, focus. <laughs> right. So it's also just that it's like, it's kind of you to say, but those, those other songs, I was probably just having fun. Cause I was like, I wasn't so worried about like trying to get a take. <laughs> yeah. It's well, it's funny. But we, did, it's, we posted that video of Daniel where we were playing that, uh, Christ, our hope in life and death. That's all right. the weird timing. Like, it goes crazy. It's like one, two, three, one, two, one, two, one, two, right. three, one, two, three, one, two, one. Like, and you're watching Daniel and you can tell he's like looking at a chart over in the corner, just like focused, making all these changes. And then all of a sudden you see him kind of like, I'm going to make it. Like you just see his face kind of like, <laughs> yeah. like, all right, I got the rest of this. You know, that moment when right. you're like, I've done it. I've done it. This is like my sixth right. or seven take, but this is it. This <sighs> is the one. And then every right. once in a while, you land the wrong note at the very end, and then you're like, ah! <laughs> then you I know. run around screaming. And then for we a have while. to make sure we delete it out of our video yes, edits. <laughs> very, very important. I had one, I threw the sticks across the room. I actually did. <laughs> I was on a couple of takes, I just went, okay, threw them, and I was like, take a one minute breather and come back. That's, you know, so. that's honestly the best thing you can do. You know, it's like, I'm a, I'm a terrible right. golfer, uh, but I like to play. Dude. And be I, better than me. <laughs> but I'll go to the I'll go to the driving range, and it's funny because I'll like get a couple nice shots, and then all of a sudden it start falling apart, and it's like, all right, step back. Like just right. practicing the wrong thing over and over is not going to help anybody. <laughs> right. So let's yeah. figure that out. That yeah. was deep, Jason. Yeah. There you go. That's that's you know if you take away nothing, forget about <laughs> forget about joy and music, forget about nuance and drums and all the things you learn. If you take away nothing, don't practice the wrong golf swing over and over again. Just don't do it. <laughs> Take yeah, it from me, a terrible golfer. Play golf. You know, it's, it's, it's great advice. Play golf and video games. That's basically sums up everything we've been saying today. <laughs> Man, I, are, are you a gamer? Are you a video game guy? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. What, are you? Are we gonna uh, have a no, we gonna my, have a match sometime? I used to loved. I used to love it when I was a kid, but like now yeah. my kids play it. You know, and for me, it's all just chores. It's like, you're giving me more work to do. Like you're creating this, right. like, you got to go and do this now. And I'm like, I already yeah. troubleshot like a lot of things today. <laughs> like, right. You're making more work for me. I just want to like listen right. to music or read about football. That's kind of, that's, right. that's, what I, that's how I'm going to get some downtime. Right. Being I mean, more I stressed out. I can't, I can't do like Fortnite or Call of Duty or the stuff the kids play. I'm terrible at those games. I play like FIFA. I play soccer. Yeah. That really oh, relaxes see, me. It's the one yeah. thing I will play. Is like John yeah. I used to play John Madden. I used to love all the sports games. Like sports yes. games are super fun. They're like they change all the time. You know, like yeah. everyone is different. So yeah. I, do, I do like those. But even those, like you know, I used to play John Madden '91 on like say on Sega nice. Genesis, and now <laughs> I and now uh, you know we've got John Madden 2020, and I'm like, this is so hard. Like, right. I just want to press B and get a touchdown. Why do I have yeah. to, like, read the defense, I know. call audibles, wait for the receiver to turn and look at me, all while this guy, like, there's too much. Right. Nobody has time for this. I know. You, it is. Like, you have to invest. I Also, sometimes I'm just like, I'm just going to make this game easy because I just want to win and have fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's going to change the, only the setting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Oh man. <laughs> well, maybe you can teach me to play FIFA sometimes. I think we might have that oh, game somewhere. Play. I I played oh, it on the Sega Genesis, like I said, a long time ago. Little pixelated men running along the field. Oh, I think but that was changed. the vibe. There's something about we'll save that for another talk, but there's something about analog that's just I don't know. It's sometimes digital is too much, right? <laughs> too many options. Yeah, I like I like the old stuff. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, that just made now that I sound like a super old man. And uh, <laughs> yeah, just so you know, I also used to walk to school every day, half mile every day, uphill both ways. Sydney, it was uh, it was uphill both ways. Yeah, <laughs> the hills would turn while I was at yes, school. Yes, it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Well, hey, man, thanks uh, so much. I really appreciate you coming on, and uh, it's always great to you, talk Jason. to you. And uh, I can't wait to too, to dig more into your into your lessons. They're super fun. So, how do you feel about him taking over bass and uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe keyboards? <laughs> I knew you had it in him. <laughs> <laughs> he started it that way. Just started. Yeah, I just play. I just play drums. That's all. That's all I do. Mike, That's then why is your Instagram covered in you playing bass? <laughs> exactly. He definitely could fill in a few spots if I get in a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you can barely tell the difference between you guys. You guys are both from the same country, so it's true. It's it true. basically means if you're from the same country, you're basically the same person. Exactly. <laughs> that's so wrong <laughs> on so many levels i'm only kidding awesome. I'm only, I'm not, I, I always i do you ever get yourself in trouble because you say things that you're you think you are like, like clearly kidding. obviously kidding like yeah. no one in their right mind would say this and then you find out no there are people that do say those things and now you and think they, i say those things <laughs> yeah exactly i've been there oh yeah i've been there plenty times yeah you strike yeah. you, you never really struck me as someone who could put your foot in your mouth <laughs> is that a joke <laughs> that's one of those outrageous things to say there you go yeah <laughs> no one would ever say that to daniel <laughs> they call me the mayor of over the linesville.com <laughs> <laughs> the mayor of over the linesville.com <laughs> they're mayor. i'm the mayor did you know that i'm the mayor of worshipartistry.com i did not know that but now i do but you're, a count- you're it's okay because you're a councilman that's good. I'm ombudsman, or whatever they call those people. A what? <laughs> oh, I don't know. There's other words. I've heard funny, funny words for people that work in in government. Well, I can't remember. Ombudsman or something. I don't know what it is. I know. Sounds That's, sounds fancy. Someone's someone's gonna write in and say you meant this, you idiot. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, I am an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I meant. I'm just a musician. <laughs> that gets me out of so many things. Like it's true. You just drop the. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just a musician. You know, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. And people are just like, oh, that's right. You're just. You're just an idiot. We basically circus folk, glorified circus folk. <laughs> that can <laughs> shred our instruments. <laughs> true. Well, man, uh, I know. I know it's kind of late where you are, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Let, I'm gonna let you go. And uh, guys, if you want to hear more of me and Daniel, you can always go and check out worshipirishu.com where you can sign up for a free trial. We have hundreds and hundreds of full band lessons and our vocal library is growing like crazy. Uh, If you don't want to do that, if you don't want to try something for free, you can always support us simply by going to our, uh, going to iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. We would love that. Preferably a nice one. Highly encouraged (laughs) five stars. Highly encouraged five stars. Exactly. Um, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Daniel, I'll see you next week. You too, man. Have a great one. <laughs>